0: It's the Not So Bon Voyage podcast, episode 11.
1: On this episode, we talk about when Will Smith was taken hostage, the world's creepiest hostel guest, and why the Canadian SWAT team busted down hostel doors. Lock and load, bitches. Let's go. And then the train got lost.
0: How does the train get lost when it's on rail? I just
1: want to get out there, in the wild.
0: Well, it was in the itinerary. I mean, adventure, it's calling.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, it's been excellent. Ahoy! Ahoy! Welcome back everybody.
0: Welcome back.
1: Episode 11. You in heaven? in uh, that We said that for seven.
0: Did we? Are you yeah, sure?
1: I think so. Okay, we we'll have to it, think of at something least we different. we thought of it.
0: We thought it, but we didn't say we it. We need
1: somebody to send in. Uh, we, 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 we ask everybody to do a lot of things for us. We're very demanding podcast hosts. Do this for us. Do it now. Okay, we've got to think of some better rhymes. Yes. But anyway, we're here. Episode 11. Yeah. And guess what we're doing today?
0: Uh, we are telling hostile stories again.
1: We are. This is hostile horrors part two because we just had too many to tell. To tell? To t-
0: t- tell?
1: <laughs> uh, in one episode. So we decided that we are going to split it into two parts. We still have people sending in hostile stories. So this won't be the last time that we tell them. But we are going to take a break after this and get back to our normal scheduling, which is, you know, we don't even really know at the moment because. It's episode eleven, and we're just mixing things up.
0: Things are going crazy. We haven't even said who we are, what the name of the podcast is yet.
1: Oh my god, we, we haven't.
0: We skipped that part. We just like we're like you we guys just, know by now. We
1: assumed who you are, uh, that you knew who we were.
0: Yeah, aren't you first class passengers by now?
1: Mm, okay, well Maybe I'm Jules.
0: I'm Christine,
1: and this is the Not So Bon Voyage podcast, and we are here to tell you when shit goes wrong on the road.
0: Yes, we are.
1: That's right, because that's what this podcast is about. We are professional travelers from Don't Forget to Move. We've been on the road for over 10 years. We have seen some shit go wrong on the road, and we're retelling those stories for you and the rest of our voyagers who are tuning in and listening.
0: Yes, we are. Last week, we did Hostel Horror Stories Part 1. Ooh. We had some amazing stories that were sent in to us, hilarious, and we told a lot of our own stories of our many, many years of traveling and staying in hostels. And now we're going to continue telling stories that people have submitted to us.
1: Yes, and our Not So Bon Voyage podcast had its first Not So Bon Voyage because we actually had a technical glitch. And a shout out to Kamran, who's one of our first class voyagers, for pointing that out. We actually had a bit of a problem with the upload, and for anybody who jumped on first and wanted to, as soon as it dropped, wanted to download and listen to it, you would have noticed that one of the stories just ended midway, and that's because we uploaded it, the wrong file, it was six minutes short, we finished, we didn't get to finish the story of when somebody's bum exploded all over a hostel. If you want to know what that story is, listen to last week's episode because it is insane. It's hilarious. But we fixed that error very quickly and we have that uploaded. So if you did listen last week and you found that the story just stopped in the middle of, and then she exploded everywhere, well, (laughs) you need to get back on to Spotify or a different streaming service to listen to the end of that episode because it was pretty insane.
0: What a cliffhanger.
1: I know. I think that's actually where it's finished. I think it was something like, and there was shit everywhere, and then it was. Oh my bang.
0: god! There's so much more to that story. You There's guys so need to more. go back.
1: Uh, and if you have if you didn't listen to the end last week, bad, bad Voyager.
0: Bad Voyager. Bad
1: Voyager. You guys are at the
0: bottom of the boat. Third class. Third class.
1: Uh, you should go back and listen to it. But we're jumping. We're forgetting about that now. We are jumping straight back into Hostile Horror's Part Two. And we have some, this is, we have better stories than last week. Do we? I think so. Okay. The, I mean, my story, I've been waiting to tell this for so long. Uh, it's a cracker.
0: It's a cracker. It's, it's a cracker. cracker. It's a cracker. What kind of cracker? Whole wheat, white.
1: The best kind. It's like
0: pepper ground.
1: Whatever somebody thinks is the best cracker, that's what it is to them.
0: Okay. That's, it's, it's up to you. Yeah, you it's up to you. You choose your favorite. Well, I'm excited about my stories as well. That's right. So there you go.
1: So hostels, so this all started a couple of weeks ago when we started thinking about hostels specifically. Hostels are a very fun place to be when you're traveling.
0: If you're young. If you're young. <laughs> if you're old, it can get a little bit annoying.
1: Not to say that you can't stay in a hostel if you're old or older. If you can, more props to you. And if they are a great place to be social, to meet people, especially if you're traveling solo. Yes. Or if you're a very social person. Yes. Or if you're on a budget. Yes. And if you don't mind being woken up by someone having sex. Yes. All of the above. All of the above. When you're younger, I feel like you can tolerate that stuff a bit better.
0: Yeah, definitely. And Mm -hmm. it's more of a party scene a lot of the time, very social, a lot of drinking usually. You put up with a lot
1: of shit when you're young.
0: Well, sharing a room with uh, eight plus other people is just not something I want to do in my early thirties. So you were
1: going to say mid thirties. I was going
0: to say mid thirties. I'm not quite there yet. Are you?
1: I you am. are. I am. I am. Wow. You're so old. Yeah. Just in the mid. I'm mid at the range. lower end of the mid thirties. Yeah.
0: You're low mid. Low I'm, to mid. I'm low mid. And I'm just low.
1: You're high low.
0: I'm high low. Yeah. High. I'm I'm sweet and low.
1: Yeah. You're in the high of the lows. Okay. So, yeah, so they are a great spot to stay, but they do come with their pros and their cons. Their pros are socializing, meeting people, budgeting. Their cons are being woken up in the middle of the night by somebody vomiting, sex, drugs, rock and roll.
0: People turning the lights on, people's alarms going off at 4 a.m. when they need to catch a bus. Possibly. And they don't wake up and everybody else wakes up except for them
1: possibly being infested with bed bugs. So many things. And so many more things that we're going to talk about today. And I just thought I'd just jump straight into it by telling one of our crazy hostile anecdotes. I mean, it's not that crazy. It's a bit crazy. Uh, but this happens at, this happened to us in, I think you'll remember this. I was thinking about stories the other day. It was in Thailand, 2015, and we were down in Koh Lanta. And this is when our blog was not very big. Mm-hmm. This is when we were kind of just doing it as a hobby definitely wasn't professional. We weren't getting paid. We were doing the occasional trade for things, but that was pretty much how it was. And one of the things that we would do is we would contact hostels or hotels and exchange reviews on our blog to get a free stay. Right. Now, thinking about that now to exchange like a $10 a night stay in a hostel was kind of crazy. Hilarious. But at the time when we had no money yeah. and we had lots of time, right. that's what we did. Mm-hmm. So we contacted this hostel in Koh Lanta, which is an island in southern Thailand. It was called the Clazy House. And I'm just going to name them because I don't really care. <laughs> that, <laughs>
0: just, I love that. Yeah,
1: I'm just like, I don't really give a shit. This is the hostel. This is what hostel it was. It could be under new management now. It might not be under new management. The fact of the matter is- It might is,
0: not exist anymore. We don't know. The fact of the know. matter
1: is this is what happened to us and this is just how it is. So we pitched this place. The place was okay. You know it was one of those weird hostels where you get people that stay around for a while?
0: They are volunteering, they're, they're air volunteering. quotes.
1: And they stick around. It builds a bit of a community where people are not as friendly. It's very it's, clicky. It's very clicky. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like your. When you show up to those hostels, it's kind of like you're the new kid at school. Yeah. And everybody already has their friend group. And yes. Like, I've been at this hostel for a month, man. Toads. I'm so cool. Ugh, it's so annoying. And you're just the person that's traveling through there for three days. And they're like, you're such a, you're such a tourist.
0: Yeah. I exactly. was like, oh,
1: you're fucking Thai, are you? Oh,
0: you're basically your Thai now. You've your been here for
1: three weeks. Your name's Richard. And you're the whitest guy, you're as white as the sand, and you, you're from London, and you're like, you're such a tourist, man.
0: Seriously, just because you're wearing baggy elephant pants does not mean you're from Thailand.
1: Yeah, and you've got dreads. Yeah. Cool, dude. Go home. <laughs> Take a shower. <laughs> anyway, that's the kind of place this was. And so we pitched this guy to get a free stay, a couple of nights stay, and on our first night, you, you'll definitely remember, because we talked about this like maybe a year ago or something, but the guy knocked on the door – sorry, banged on the door and woke us up at like 3 in the morning and was like – started yelling at us. And we opened the door and we were like, what like what the fuck? Are you, what's going on? And he started yelling at us, you guys don't have a blog. I couldn't find your website anywhere. You like to I do me. remember
0: this. What, what was he going on about? He was drunk, really drunk. Uh, and he was yelling at us. He started yelling at us even before we opened the door. He was like, your blog is fake. You're fake. And we're like, what the hell is this guy going on about? So we opened the door and he's like, I checked your blog. And he's like, you haven't posted anything. It's all fake or something. It was really bizarre. And we were like, we have no idea what we're talking about. Like we post regularly. You crazy person. Also, you're drunk. Also, it's 2 a.m., but whatever. And yeah, he was just a big weirdo. And then I think the next day we didn't see him.
1: No, I don't think we saw him again. Yeah. And we wrote the blog post. We should take that blog post down. Yeah, we really should. Fuck that place. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Well,
0: maybe it's good now. We don't know. Who knows? It could be. In that moment. In that moment.
1: <laughs> that was crazy. That was crazy. But uh, our stories today are going to be even crazier than that because that was just a little warm up. I was just thinking, you know, across the board, though, when i racking my brain, I just we just have not had that many bad hostel stories. We've had heaps of things not go right when traveling. We've been really lucky. But in terms of hostels, we've been okay. Yes. So you'll hear more anecdotes. We've been we super sucky. Well, last week, Christine told the story about our bed bugs experience. Yeah. Ugh. That was probably one of the worst. If you haven't heard that, go back and listen to it. Hostel Horrors Part 1. But in terms of hostels, they haven't, they've been pretty kind to us.
0: Yes, they have. I mean,
1: we might remember things as
0: Maybe we're the bad ones at the hostel, and people are telling stories on their podcast about how shitty we were as hostel guests.
1: Well, I can, I can guarantee you that I've come home late at night and spewed in dawn before.
0: Okay. And we also used to have really crazy parties at our hostel, our guest house in Bali. I don't know if anybody else cared about that, but we were pretty loud. We were very loud. We'd
1: come home late. Yeah, and just had a party. And that was like this year and last year.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, not that long (laughs) ago. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: We've really grown up. Good times. Okay. Anyway, let's jump straight into our first Voyager story. Christine, you're up first.
0: Okay, so this story comes from our good friend Jared from the travel blog Nomadosaurus. Yes,
1: Jared and Alicia.
0: Shout out to Jared and Alicia. Great um, travel blog. Great travel blog. Go check them out. They do adventure travel. They're awesome, com. We'll put a link in the show notes, yeah, of course. Because no one knows how to spell
1: Nomatosaurus. <laughs> I, I mean, no one knows how to spell dinosaur either. I don't know how to spell saurus. Saurus. And, and, and I check these guys, these guys' blogs out every now and then. And when I go to put, I always, is it S-A? Like I always, the saurus part is what really, I mean, the dino part that, if I haven't got that covered, I'm struggling.
0: If you don't know dino or nomad, then you're struggling. But it's actually really, really easy because it's just the word nomad. And then it's A-S-A-U-R-U-S.
1: Yeah, but the saurus part is what people have difficulty spelling.
0: Can you spell the saurus? Just don't make do, <laughs> okay. me spell
1: things. You know, there's two things. Well, there's a lot of things. We don't know anything about aviation law. We don't know anything about maritime law. We're not very good at math. And don't make don't put me on the spot to spell things. I'm a very
0: good speller. Christine's a good speller. I won second place at the Spelling Bee in uh, university. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> At the Jewish Community Center, I went second place and I totally would have gotten first, but I choked and totally blanked, even though I knew how to spell the word. What was the word? Um, I can't remember, okay. but it was a tough one. But I knew it still, but it's fine. It's no big deal. It hasn't scarred me.
1: You obviously still, you know, you've completely forgot about it. I've
0: completely gotten over that. I totally forgot that even happened. I don't think about that regularly. (laughs) Anyway, I'm a very good speller, and that's all you need to know. But that's not part of the story. No. So this story is about Jared, who was working at the biggest party hostel in Vancouver, Canada for six months.
1: Vancouver it gets you know it gets those Aussies.
0: Yeah, I've never been to Vancouver, but I've heard that Australians love it. Jules lived there for a while, and I'm guessing a party hostel in Vancouver is going to be pretty nuts. Wow. Um, I'm pretty sure he had a handlebar mustache back then. I feel like Alicia has shown us a photo of him, and he had like have. some sort of handlebar mustache situation. Yeah,
1: maybe we'll ask him if we can find it, if he can find a photo.
0: Yes, we need photos, please. <laughs> um. So anyway, so he's working at this hostel, and one night, some guys at the hostel get high. They didn't say on what substance. I'm going to guess they were stoned, but who knows?
1: Who knows? Um, we do like to make assumptions here, though. We
0: love to make assumptions on not so bon voyage. So I'm going to go with weed. And anyway, they started... I'm going to say heroin. Oh, okay. Whoa, (laughs) that's like a whole other level. I don't think they'd be doing what they're doing if they were on heroin. Okay. Maybe crack. Okay. So they start shooting pigeons with a BB gun out of the hostel window. Oh, okay. I mean, leave the pigeons alone. Pigeons get enough shit. I mean, they're the rats of the the sky. Everybody knows that. Yeah, just leave them alone. They're not happy birds. Nobody likes them. Just leave the... Pigeons alone. Anyway, so apparently a neighbor sees them shooting out the window and gets a little concerned. I mean, there's a group of men with guns pointed out a high story window. Not a good look, right?
1: Yes. When does this story take place?
0: The story takes place, I don't know when. I'm going to guess a few years ago.
1: It would be, it would probably be 10 years ago, I reckon, maybe. 10 years ago. Well, before, probably before they have the blog, I reckon.
0: Do you think it was before
1: 9-11? Mm, no, no way. Okay. Because we Jared don't think. 11
0: was a yeah, long, that's a time, long time, ago. time ago. Okay, sorry, Jared. I didn't think you were like forty five.
1: That was eighteen years ago. I totally.
0: I mean, it's like time is so crazy, right? I'm like,
1: yeah. I don't
0: know. I I forget. I always miss the teens and just forget. I think that it's like two thousand nine net right now, basically. So, yeah. whatever. Anyway, <laughs> so the neighbor thought that they were snipers. Oh. So the neighbor calls the cops.
1: Looking from their prime location outside a hostel window.
0: Yes. I don't know if this neighbor was a man or a woman, but I'm imagining a woman with curlers in her hair, cold cream on her face, an older lady saying, like, the neighbors are snipers. (laughs) And so she calls the cops. Five minutes later, the SWAT team busts down the the hostel door. And they start going floor by floor looking for the shooters. Finally, they find... A SWAT team. The SWAT team. The SWAT team. I don't know. Is there more than one SWAT team? Well... I would hope so. Because what if they get taken out?
1: Like that movie SWAT with LL Cool J.
0: Never seen it. It Sounds great. Love LL. Much love. love. I mean, ladies love Cool James. So, the SWAT team's going floor by floor looking for the shooters... Finally, they find the guys who are shooting the pigeons, and they charge their room with weapons drawn. Whoa! They Jared said he just a
1: little bill like a little BB gun, like a, a little, little BB gun. gun. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, yes. they look. They can look a little bit realistic.
0: Yes, this actually a really similar story happened to people who I knew in high school with airsoft guns, and like a whole team of uh, armed policemen came and basically imagine if that happened down.
1: now in today's era. Oh, uh, you. I mean, you probably, you'd probably get, shot, get shot. Yeah,
0: probably. Just leave your BB guns at home, people. So Jared and the hostel employees watch the boys get hauled out and thrown in cop cars while a bunch of masked officers are standing guard on every floor. Damn. Yeah, so I'm not sure what happened to those guys, how much trouble they got in, because technically it's not illegal to have a BB gun, right?
1: Well, um, I don't think so. I mean, you can buy them.
0: Right, but they would have to obviously take them in and question them and make sure everything is sound. So the moral of the story is don't fuck with pigeons. Oh, that's it? That's the moral of my, the story. That Okay. Yes, that's it. That's all the info I got, but it's, it's a roller coaster.
1: Wow. Well, it's funny that your story involves a hostel and um, – well, maybe – no, I don't want to say it too much because – this story, I'm just going to jump straight into it and tell the story. I'm really
0: excited to hear your story. There's a sim-
1: there's a similar theme, but I don't want to it's and I'll tell you. Is it pigeons? It's the pigeons. No, it's not the pigeons. There's a similar theme though, but I want to tell the story and then you can follow along and you can get the <gasps> for the first time. So I don't want to I don't want to roll I don't want to roll straight into it. Okay. I'm going to I'm going to set the scene. Okay. This story is about a man called Will Smith. Love him. You might know him from such things
0: as... Men in Black. Men in Black 2, Men in Black 3, Men in Black International. No,
1: I don't think he was in that. Oh. Okay. Oh, yeah, he wasn't.
0: I've only seen Men in Black 1 this anyway.
1: This is Will Smith, and Will Smith is actually a friend of mine.
0: Ah, oh, lucky you. You
1: <laughs> did not know this, but everybody, I'm actually friends with Will Smith. Oh, he's amazing. And he is... Unfortunately, not the Will Smith that everybody else knows. Uh, But you know what? He's just a good guy. Okay. Well, well, I mean, I know Will's probably listening to this. If I could choose, I would be friends with the real Will Smith. I'm sorry, buddy. (laughs) But this Will Smith is very cool. He's the real
0: Will Smith to you.
1: He's the real Smith. He's the first Will Smith I knew. Well, there you go. And he's a a legend. He's an absolute champion of a bloke. And I'm going to tell his story. Uh, I spoke to him last week. He filled me in with all the little extra details. I knew about this story uh, nine years ago when I first met Will in Peru. And I just thought I had to tell his story on the podcast because it is insane. So Will, this actually happened to Will probably about four or five months before I met him. So it was very fresh when it happened at the time. This was nine years ago. And here we go. Will Smith is a young pup. He is 22 years old. And it's 2010 in January, and he's making his way through the Americas. He's traveling across the U.S. Um, and down into South America. And he lands in the country of Columbia. This is
0: making me thinking he's like sailing like
1: Christopher Columbus. <laughs> like he's
0: exploring the Americas. Will
1: Smith is exploring the continents of the Americas. <laughs> By ship. He's traveling. He's traveling through. He's got a couple of mates. He's doing the trip. He's doing the big trip that the Aussies do. They save up. They go away for a year. They go to do all these crazy things. He's 22 years old. Uh, and he lands in Colombia, in Cartagena, which is up in the north on the coast. We've been there many times. Beautiful place. So beautiful. And his first not-so-bon voyage is that the airline lost their bags. So, first of all... So unlucky. So unlucky. I actually know a few people this has happened to. Um, that's a different story for another day. But I can't we...
0: believe that's never happened to us.
1: I was just going to say, touch wood. <laughs> knock on wood. That, you know, somebody would knock on their head. I don't know. I don't is your that. head made of wood? Then it's not going to work. If you're a noggin head... We have never, ever lost anything, any bags. And I don't understand how it still happens because I feel like that's the easiest thing for an airline to do and the silliest mistake, but it still happens, even to this day. Mm -hmm. I'm sure it happened more in the past. But anyway, uh, Will and his friends, they land in Cartagena and their bags, first things first, their bags are lost. So they're bagless. They're bagless. They're bagless. But they're optimistic. They don't care. They're in South America for the first time and they're like... Fucking let's get on with it. So they take a, a taxi to the hostel, to the Media Luna hostel in Get Some Money. Get some money is an area that we're familiar with. We're there. I would there. like
0: to get some money. I'd please. like to get
1: some money, please. Get some money is, how do we describe it? It's an area in Cartagena that is a little grungier, mm-hmm.
0: perhaps, especially
1: ten years ago. It's outside of the walled city area. It's a bit more yeah, a bit more grungy perhaps. But, but not it's sketchy. like
0: kind of artsy yeah, and young. It's like young. hip, it's yeah. like hip. You know,
1: yeah. So there's a hostel there called the Media Luna hostel, and I'm ca- I'm going to call them out just because, oh well, I don't know, just calling people out. Is it is I mean, this a, a bad fact. story about the hostel? Well, it's facts, so that's okay. just how it is. it is. It is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is, and we're st- that's our story, and we're sticking to it. The Media Luna is a it's just standard backpacker hostel. It's typical. It's chilled out vibe. It's got travellers from all around the world. You know, everybody's coming to party together. So, you know, it's got, it's got a good scene. It's just your stand and kind of backpacker place. It's a perfect place for a young 22-year-old Will Smith to start his South America Ventures. After a light check-in, obviously no bags, uh, <laughs> the guys head downstairs and just as fate would determine it, they land, they bump into a couple of guys that they went to high school with that they hadn't seen in five years.
0: Whoa, what are the chances now, of that? Now, what are the chances of that? Aussies...
1: We in South traveled.
0: America from high school. That's
1: crazy. And it's a long way. It's a long way from Australia. Yeah. So they, they literally go downstairs and they just bump into these guys, these four mates from school. Hadn't seen them in five years.
0: That would be – I would just be like, am I in a dream right now? Yeah. I'm so confused.
1: So naturally, mates who haven't seen each other in five years, 22 years old, what do you think the boys do? Get beers. Get on the beers and head out to party. And party they do. For the next couple of days, the guys go pretty hard. Smashing back the beers, big nights out, drinking whiskey, enjoying all the scenes of Columbia. And finally, after a couple of big days, they retire back to the hostel at about 1 o'clock in the morning for some well-deserved rest. They pass out drunk and exhausted. And that's how the story finishes. No. <laughs> uh,
0: I just actually like stories that are happy. Like, yeah. I would just watch a movie where nothing bad happens, and it's just like, everything's fine, and that's the end.
1: Okay. Well, unfortunately, that is not what happens.
0: But that's not what our podcast is that about is at all. all.
1: Then it begins. It's 3 a.m., around 3 or 4 a.m. It starts with a loud banging. Next so thing, they're asleep. They're asleep. They're okay. passed out. They've been, they've been on the beers for the last, for the last two days. They're exhausted, they're out, they're drunk, they're wasted. Mm -hmm. They roll back into the hostel, they pass out in bed about 1 o'clock, and they pass out. Boom. A couple of hours later, bang, 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 bang. A couple of them wake up. Bang, 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 bang. Douge. The hostel doors are busted in. Will's fast asleep. Is it the SWAT
0: team? It's the SWAT team.
1: (laughs) Will is fast asleep and his fellow bunkmates are woken up to a loud noise. Next thing, Will is also awake, staring down the barrel of a gun. Uh, attached to a masked man, with uh, a bunch of people behind him with guns and machetes, who had bust into the dorm room,
0: and he shot himself
1: immediately. <laughs> three guys enter, so three guys are entered into the room with guns and machetes. By this time, Will is basically being woken up with a gun to his face, and so the first thing, and he's also drunk still. All right.
0: Oh my god! So he's awake, god.
1: and he starts to become more alert to his surroundings, and he looks around, and he sees that his other mates, who so they're in a shared dorm at the time. He sees that his other mates are tied up, and the penny drops. They're being robbed. Will is ordered off the top bunk and onto the bottom, where his mates are hog-tied and blindfolded on the bottom of the bunk of the bunk bed. Uh. So while all these guys are tied up, and uh, so this is actually, this is one of the, this is a side part of the story which I thought was fucking This hilarious. is
0: terrifying. So, they,
1: so what they did is these masked gunmen, they ripped, so they bust into the rooms, they ripped up the sheets, and they used the sheets to tie the people like hog-tied them together, with their hands together and their legs together, so they were tied. And then they blindfolded them.
0: They didn't even bring rope. No, that, it's very resourceful, it's but very resourceful. I would be prepared.
1: But yeah, sloppy. Yeah, sloppy. it's a bit sloppy. I mean, you brought the. It'd be like whose job was that? Guns, yes. <laughs> check. Machetes, check. Rope. Ugh. Like, Alfredo, <laughs> fucking hell, man. You were, you had one job, man. You were supposed to bring the ropes. You're the rope guy. You're the rope guy. i are out. Yes. Stephen, he got the guns. Jeffrey got the machetes. Alfredo, let us down. Oh, I don't know why. So said is Alfredo. Alfredo. I don't know why I said
0: that. He's Italian. He's Italian Colombian.
1: Yeah, yeah. So how's this? So remember, the guys, the guys are drunk. They're like exhausted, right? So when they're down there and they're hogtied, we'll notice is that one of the guys actually falls back asleep.
0: Oh my god, that's hilarious! Isn't that
1: hilarious? That's so funny. One of his mates falls back asleep while he's hogtied.
0: I guess it's probably a good reaction for your body just to be like, "I'm just, just sleep through this one. Like, don't worry about it."
1: Oh no, seriously! So, um, so the other gunmen. So there's so there's actually turns out that there's quite a few uh, gunmen in there and robbers. They enter into the other rooms and they tie up some of the other guests as well. In the other room, the boys can hear that the girls, so they were traveling with a couple of girls at the time or girls that they'd met, um, they they start hearing the girls screaming. Yeah. It's all right. So at this stage, things are running through their head. They're like, are the girls getting sexually assaulted? Assaulted? Like, what's happening? So then then they start to, you know, everybody's wasted, but they start to, you know, it's like when you, like, you could be super drunk and then something bad happens and you just, like, you just flip a switch and you're like, fuck. I need to pay attention now. Totally. So this is what happens. So they, they hear this and they're like, all right, this is when they start to shit themselves a bit. They're sitting on a bed. They're hogtied. They start hearing girls screaming. They know these guys have got guns. They're probably screaming at them. I don't know how much Spanish Will spoke at the time, but probably not a lot. I know us Australians don't, aren't known for our Spanish language skills. Lingu, lingual? Español. Español. So this is when they start to shit themselves a little bit. Um, now, it's great timing to mention that the lost bags that the airport um, had lost, they just happened to return them that night. How convenient. Uh. So conveniently, just in time for the robbers to rifle through them. So for the next 45 minutes, they go through all the bags, they tear everything apart, taking basically what everything that they want. After taking everything, they leave um, some of the people from the other room. So I guess not every single person was tied up. but So maybe they sort of targeted these guys because they were like, sort of you know will's a pretty Mm. big dude like maybe they targeted them and tied them up but there were some people that weren't tied up so after about 45 minutes they take all the stuff they leave and then some of the other people who weren't tied up come and untie the guys and everyone realizes that no one was hurt the girls are fine thank god that is
0: so terrifying yeah i
1: mean it's like that extra added element as a woman yeah exactly so so nothing was happening they were fine but i mean they were robbed Uh, So they realize that everybody just basically been robbed by these masked gunmen. So what do you do when you've been hogtied, blindfolded, robbed at gunpoint while drunk? The only thing else you can do at that time, you grab a bottle of whiskey and you start drinking again. And that's what the boys did. They grabbed the bottle of whiskey and they just, I mean, I guess you'd probably have to at that stage to calm your nerves. Yeah. So they do that. After about 30 minutes later, the cops come, they take some details, but basically it's like, they don't really give a fuck. The cops are like, Oh yeah, so what happened next? Which is kind of crazy because it's kind of a big deal.
0: Yeah, well, I'm wondering.
1: Well, there you go. So the local press arrived next, and they're a big. Who's oh, more... the local press? <laughs> yeah, extra, is it a extra. guy with a read a fedora all about it. Who's got yeah.
0: a, a press written on his hat?
1: <laughs> read all about it. Uh, the press are a little bit more concerned and outraged than the police, and they think that it could have possibly been an inside job.
0: Well, was there security at the hostel? Was there somebody working at the front desk?
1: Well, this is something that comes out later in the news reports. The hostel actually got shut down for a period of time because their security was terrible. They had one camera, I think. The night person was also the person who like, was the security guard, but also the person that checked people in. They basically had no failsafe for this. Hmm. Colombia is not – Colombia does have – I mean, let's be honest. like is an amazing country. Yes. We love Colombia. we spent a lot of time in Colombia over the years. It does have a past of violence. Absolutely. It's a very safe place for tourists now. Mm-hmm. But if we're going to be completely honest, there are, have been stories, and this is 10 years ago. Yeah. 10 years ago, Colombia was in a different spot than it is now. Right. Without getting too much into like the politics of Colombia. Right. There was a lot more things that are settled now than there were 10 years ago. And then 10 years before that, people, tourists, were being kidnapped and held for ransom by... Various different para- paramilitary groups. That was like, that you know, that was the scary times. But mm-hmm. Colombia now is great, amazing country. You should visit. You should visit. This is ten years ago though, so <laughs> security is not uh, not the best. So the news, um, that's what they think basically that it possibly was an inside job. Not a lot happens out of it. They did actually, uh, the newspapers did report that two people were arrested oh. for the robbery of twenty one tourists. There were twenty one tourists in there that got robbed. Wow. And Will lost his money, his wallet, and he lost an old school iPod. He said, "Oh my god!" Yeah, he said, an like iPod. the it said specifically in his notes, the good ones, you know, the old school good ones. No,
0: oh no! <laughs>
1: so I'm pretty sure it's probably a collector's item now.
0: So they didn't take passports. They didn't take
1: his passport. Okay. And he had a bank card, like a separate bank card that he had hidden in a shoe mm, that they didn't get. Smart. And one of the boys' camera didn't get taken. Hmm. But they did basically – they cleaned them out with everything else, wallets, phones.
0: The robber's like, oh, this is a Nikon. I'm a Canon person. I'm more of a Canon person. You know, I just don't feel like it has the same frame rate.
1: Yeah. But not a lot of people's passports got stolen, which is – I think there was someone, some Argentinians and maybe French that hmm. got – because there was some reference to that about speaking to consulates. But luckily, the boys' passports passports didn't get stolen.
0: That's so nice. Getting your passport stolen would be such a That's pain the in the ass. pain in the ass. Also, identity theft, big yeah. problem.
1: But the money and everything else is gone. Uh, will thankfully was yeah still had a bank card, so that was okay. But they uh, yeah, they basically after after that the hostel was closed for a little bit by the city to ensure that the safety of the guests would be taken better. And we have some pictures. So we have Will actually sent through some very grainy old school pictures from the night um, that we're going to put up on the website. I have Will's permission. Thank you very much, mate of there is one picture of the guy who fell asleep who was tied, and he actually has a bit of a, um, not a gash, but he has quite a like a scratch on his side of his ribs, mm-hmm. which where one of the guys like poked him with a machete. Oh. So probably like a 10-inch like scratch down his To ribs. wake
0: him up? <laughs>
1: yeah, I don't know. Oi, mate, where's your fucking money? <laughs> um, and then there's also some of the boys uh, with the sheets, with the rip sheets, and then there's another picture of, Will and one of his mates standing outside the hostel, uh, I think a few days later, they went back there and took a picture of it, or, like, the next day, sorry, took a picture of him, like, with sad face, but like, Arr. Oh,
0: my God. <laughs> that is so crazy. It's a
1: very Will thing to just be like, just have a bit of a joke and go, oh, well, you know, all good. But um, so, yeah, so after that, the next day, they, they took off. Like, after that happened, they're like, we've we got to get the fuck out of this place. And Will's story doesn't finish here. There's more things. Okay. But that's the end of that part. Okay. Thoughts? What would you do if a gunman came in and robbed you at gunpoint?
0: Take literally every single thing I own. I don't care. Just don't touch me and don't hurt me. I li- literally take everything. I don't care. Every single thing. Take me? I don't care. I was in a... <laughs> take son. Take him. I don't care. I was in a... a- I'll tell this story later, but I was in a robbery situation once, and I didn't have anything on me. So I took my pockets and my jean shorts, and I turned them inside out to show the robber that I didn't have anything in my pockets. What are you saying? Take my pockets. <laughs> <laughs> Hold my pocket, bitch. Hold my pocket, bitch. <laughs> oh, gosh. So I would be just throwing things at them. Here, take this. You want this necklace? You, you like these shorts?
1: Hey, you forgot the earrings.
0: Take these. <laughs> take this cute dress. You'll look great in it.
1: Um, I know that story, and you should definitely tell that another
0: day. Yeah, there's way more to that story. Yeah,
1: that's a good story. But anyway, so that's Will's story, and this. Is, so I'm, when I met Will, so this happened in January, mid January 2010. I met Will probably a few months later, probably like start of June, in Peru, and I heard this story, uh, and but I didn't hear it in so much detail. But I just remember hearing it, thinking that is probably one of the craziest things I've ever heard at a hostel. Like you literally. You go to South America. You're so far from home, especially from Australia, such a foreign place to you. And you go out, and to be woken up in the middle of the night with a gun pointed in your face.
0: That is the craziest hostile story I've ever
1: heard. I don't think it gets crazier than that.
0: It's ter- That's actually terrifying. I'm if you've glad got a crazier okay. story
1: than that, please send it in. Or if you know of one, you know how to reach us at Not So bon Voyage on Instagram and Twitter, or you can hit, up, hit us up on the website, notsobonvoyage.com, email us, or send in via the contact form. But seriously, I would challenge anyone to, to tell a crazier hostel story than that.
0: It's actually – people can be really traumatized from that. Like you could get PTSD from oh, that. Oh, for sure, 100%. I don't know if I would stay in a hostel again after that. I'd be like, where is the most expensive hotel with the best security? Yeah. Thank
1: you. Well, so how's this? So this is actually the next part of this story, which I didn't know anything about. The next day, so the boys, notably, they've been in get some money like in Cartagena for a little bit and they think to themselves, it's probably time to uh, get out. They don't want to stick around. They're like, fuck this. The next day, they take off for a smaller town, somewhere, somewhere, you know, close to Cartagena. So they take off and while they're out for dinner, he says that they're almost, they were literally chased by locals back to their hostel. (gasps) He doesn't go into specifics. He okay. just sort of ran that off as – I think the, the main crazy part was the, the robbery story, understandably. Yeah. But he just kind of rattled it off as like, oh, and this happened next and this happened next and this happened next. And I was Good like, Lord. fucking hell, man. Like you had a – Bad luck. You had a bad start to your South America trip. But it ends well. It all ends well.
0: Yeah. Well, he met you, so Woo.
1: it got worse. Well, I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then he met me. And that was <laughs> the pinnacle. That was the beginning of the end.
1: So he says that they would chase back to their hostel – Um, after dinner by locals. So they were just like, you know what? We're not going to wait for a third strike. Fuck Colombia. And they took off and they flew into Peru. And they're ready to leave Colombia for good. They're like, see you later. But bad luck follows them to Peru. They land in Cusco. Okay, so Cusco is a city that a lot of people go to to visit Machu Picchu, Mm
0: -hmm. the
1: famous... Is it a wonder of the world?
0: Uh, Yes, I believe so. It must be. There's like a million wonders of the world now. Like what category? It's like seven wonders of the world. we're um, like fifty three wonders of the world. Well
1: they, it's because they categorize them into different things now. It's like natural wonders of the world. Man made wonders like made are... wonders of the world. It's like seven wonders of the dog world. Seriously.
0: Seriously. Fire seven hydrant wonders one. One. five.
1: <laughs> Fire hydrant two. I don't know. Dog park. <laughs> dog park. That's man made. That's in the that's in the seventh wonder of the dog man made.
0: Yeah, that's its own category actually.
1: Yeah. So anyway, Machu Picchu you probably heard of it. You ever heard of it? You ever heard of it? I have. Okay, have it you? is the it is the cornerstone. No, it's the iconic Incan Empire that sits in Peru. That expanded all throughout South America. It's a great place to see. Christine and I have both been there separately.
0: I have an amazing story that I'm going to tell next week about uh, one of our first class voyagers, Christopher Waddell, who went to Machu Picchu. Oh. I'm go. not going to give anything away, but I'm telling that story next week, and it is
1: hilarious. Okay, there's a little preview. So they, they go there to, to go to Machu Picchu. They plan to be there for two, uh, for six weeks. Uh, let, let, let me start again. <laughs> they plan to, there's, there's so much going on over here. They plan to be there just for six nights before they go to Carnival, but massive floods and rainfall follow them to Cusco to their bad luck they can't do the Inca Trail because there's so much rain oh,
0: what a and, the, bummer. and the area
1: floods, and they get trapped in the city of Cusco for two weeks without being able to leave. <gasps> the airport shuts down. Ugh. The bus route becomes too, too crazy to take, and so they're stuck in Cusco for two weeks. They only plan to be there for six nights, and then they were going to go to Carnival. Things happen. And Will ends up staying there for three months in the end. So In
0: Peru, not in, in Cusco. No, in Cusco. He stays in Cusco for
1: three months. He stays in Cusco for Does three months. Does he
0: work at um, Wild Rover?
1: No, I think he gave it, his hostel days were over. Okay. No. <laughs> Wild <laughs> Rover is a, a party hostel chain.
0: It's the party hostel the party chain in South chain. America. And I'm, they have one in Cusco, right? Yes, I think so. And yeah. so many people work there behind the bar.
1: No, he's – well, maybe he did. I don't know. He ends up staying there for three months and working at a Spanish school slash travel agency doing some marketing for them. Okay, that's so way stayed, cooler. Yeah, so he ends up staying in Cusco for, for a while. And then that's actually where he learned about a little organization called PSF, Pisco Sinforan which was – Operating out of a coastal town four hours south of Lima in the town of Pisco, where they had a really bad earthquake in two thousand and seven and about eighty percent of the town was destroyed and a lot of organizations were set up there to help rebuild and this this organization PSF was one of those organizations, and that 's actually where I met Will in June two thousand and ten he'd been there a little bit before me, and we spent the next six months together me and will building houses. And doing lots of different stuff for the community around Pisco. So shout out to my PSF peeps who are listening. And I fell in love with that organization. And after leaving there in 2010, I thought I need to get back here. So I worked my ass off in 2011 with the goal to go back to Peru and PSF for another six months in 2012. And I did that. And on the day that I arrived, I met... Me! Christine!
0: Yay! Our that, love
1: story, and that is how Christine and I's love story starts. But we're not going to bore you with that story.
0: Maybe we'll tell that. That's a that's a bon voyage. That's a not not so bon voyage. That's a lot
1: of things that didn't go wrong. Right. <laughs> no, I mean, not between you and me. Yeah, but 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 uh, yes. So that is that's how it all comes full circle. That story. Full circle. I just wanted to add full that little part in. So Will Smith, you know, in my heart, he's the more famous Will Smith. He, he is now. is the best Will Smith. Well, he's the more famous Will Smith on this podcast. That's
0: true. We haven't told any stories about the other Will Smith.
1: Yeah. So, Will, if you're listening, uh, you're the number one Will Smith of the Not So Bon Voyage podcast. You're now officially a first-class voyager, and we thank you for sending in your story. You're a legend. We love you.
0: Thank you for your service. Thank Unless you. the other Will Smith, the actor, is listening, Ooh. in which case, we'd
1: love you too. If we ever get to the point where we can get the real Will Smith on this podcast... We'll oh. have to look. We'll have to look at who will be the we'll number have, one. Yeah, we'll, will have Smith. we'll have to reorganize. Have to reorganize some things. If you know the Will the Will Real, Real Smith, I mean, you know, tell <laughs> send him, send him, we'll, him over, send him over. We'll pr- we could probably fit him in.
0: I'm sure he probably has
1: some crazy travel stories as well. It would be great to do a celebrity episode. Yeah.
0: Oh, I'd love to hear like people who have met celebrities on the road, like while traveling. Ooh. That would be a really fun episode. And it's like, who's a bitch and who's a bigger bitch. Who's a total diva. Christine
1: just loves the drama.
0: I love the drama. Send me all the drama. Okay. Or if someone's really nice, like surprisingly nice.
1: Yeah. If you're like, that person's a bitch and they're really nice, you're like, oh, okay.
0: Like Tom Segura has that really funny story about meeting Mike Tyson on the plane. Yeah. And I would just love to hear people's stories about when they met celebrities while traveling. Okay. So if you have that, send it in. Send it in. Okay. So there we go. Thanks, Will. Thanks, Will. You Christine, bomb. you're up. Okay, hold on. My computer went to sleep. Just taking a nap. Okay, so my main story tonight, today, well, it's nighttime now, so we will go with tonight. Yeah,
1: I mean, people don't really know when we film this. We yeah, do
0: this. well, it's 6 p.m., if anybody cares. <laughs>
1: Pacific time, if you must know. Pacific Standard Time.
0: At the tone, it is 6.10 Pacific Standard Time. So this is a story from Lauren Juliff from the blog Never Ending Footsteps, NeverEndingFootsteps.com. It is an amazing blog. She is a dope travel blogger. She is hilarious. I she's found been around the, for a while. She's an
1: OG. I she's think an she's OG. an OG. Represent. She's, we always respect the OGs.
0: Yeah. She's got some very quality pieces and she's very funny. So I actually found this story because I was searching on Google crazy hostile stories Because I'm very original. (laughs) And I found her blog post titled, My 13 Most Ridiculous Hostile Experiences, which we will be linking in the episode notes on our website. And give a shout out to Lauren, who has graciously allowed me to tell this story on air. So thank you, Lauren. So she has some crazy-ass hostel stories. So she has this article about some of her crazy hostel stories. And I thought they were actually, I thought it was a compilation article, which each one was written by a different person because they were all so crazy, but they all actually happened to her. Oh, wow. So she has done a lot of traveling, and she's had a lot of crazy hostel stories. I can't wait to hear it. So if this theme is your jam. Go check out that article because she's got some crazy ones. But this specific one is called Creepiest Dude in Tahiti. Oh. So Lauren is in her 20s. She's backpacking through the South Pacific. Beautiful. So she's in the Cook Islands. She's on this amazing. She is beautiful. But also the South Pacific is beautiful. I've never been, but I've heard it's nice. She's in the Cook Islands. She's doing this amazing trip. She's doing lagoon cruises, exploring the islands. It looks really nice. I want to go to the Cook Islands.
1: Jules. Let's make it happen. Take me. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how it's done, guys. That's how we travel. That's how we travel. Christine finds a spot, and then she just goes, take me there. Take me.
0: So her plan. No, you said
1: that at a different time. Um,
0: We'll save that for later. Uh, so her plan is to go to French Polynesia, which also looks gorgeous. We've never been. Never but been, it but it looks, looks amazing. Stunning. stunning. Got some good surf out that way as well. Well, there you go. Boom, we'll go. So she's at Rarotonga Airport in the Cook Islands, about to take a flight to Tahiti. She's in the airport, and she's traveling by herself, and a random dude, who's about 40 years old, Goes up to her at the airport and gets up in her personal space. She's
1: what, like twenty early twenties? She's in her twenties. In her twenties, yep.
0: Uh, so he's in her space, act, asking a ton of questions. He's like, "Are you traveling alone?" She says, "Yes." He says, "Why?" Which is a weird question, but okay. Business. It's like uh, women can actually travel alone, dude, homie. And
1: where's your male keeper? Yeah,
0: where's your <laughs> male guardian? <laughs> She he says, How old are you? She says she's 28, so She'll she's just 28. say your
1: automatic answer would just be, I'm 73.
0: Yeah, I have uh be- Benjamin Button syndrome. I you? I'm
1: 73, I'm
0: 103. Yeah, just leave I me just alone.
1: really, I've got a great skincare uh, regime.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> Regiment, no, which one is it? Oh,
0: we can never remember. Regimen, but I think regime actually works. Mm. Look it up, look okay. at that definition up if you disagree. Okay, so. She says she's 28, and he's like, wow, I thought you were younger. I thought you were like
1: 16. Oh, okay, cool. Which is
0: like, why are you approaching 16-year-olds in the airport, random 40-year-old dude? Was he more like, oh,
1: fuck, I thought you were fucking 14. I thought you were underage. Uh, Yeah,
0: exactly, pretty much. So he asks her if she's flying to Tahiti, where she's staying, all these questions. So, you know, red flags, this dude is really creepy some random guy coming up to you in the airport and asking you all these questions like no are you a minor yeah exactly so he's badgering her for the name of her hotel and she's like there's no fucking way i'm giving this guy my hotel name yeah so she keeps saying she can't remember he's telling her to look it up and she's like this dude's a weirdo so i'm not gonna tell him that so he stops good call good yeah good call good call smart girl So he stops and, like, waits for her to look up her hostile name, and she doesn't do anything. And she just shakes her head and walks, and he walks away. So done with that. So, okay, story's over. Story's over. That's it. it. (laughs) So they land in Tahiti. She gets off and grabs her bag. This is not part of the story, but some old American guy runs up, and she said that he has a sizable fanny pack. (laughs) Which I think is a hilarious description, Uh, and he runs up to her as she's grabbing her backpack, and he says, "That backpack looks heavier than you. You're a very strong girl." (laughs) And it's like every female who's gone backpacking probably has gotten this compliment, quote unquote, sometime in their backpacking life of like, "That bag is bigger than you." Oh my god! Like I can't believe,
1: especially in your young days, as a tiny little. Like person, no. Well, you're not a little person, but you know
0: what I mean. <laughs> you definitely would have had a little person. Christine's Just not a little so person. You know, She's you...
1: five,
0: seven, seven. Pretty um, tall.
1: But you, with a big backpack on, would look like a turtle.
0: Yeah, totally. And I'm sure so many people have been like, "Wow, how do you carry She's that? So you're strong. so
1: strong. You're so strong for a girl." And then the, she'll be like, "I don't bitch. Jules carries it for me."
0: Yeah, now he does, but not not in my previous life as a backpacker. I wish. Nah. Anyway, so she is out. She's got her backpack. She's outside the airport. And she gets ambushed by the creepy dude. He runs up to her. And he's like, where are you staying? Where are you staying? Like, you know, da-da-da. She's ignoring him. And she's looking for her hostel pickup. The hostel owner is picking her up. Finally, she finds the hostel owner who has a piece of paper with her name on it. And just below her name is another name oh yes it's the creepy dude oh damn <laughs> so the creepy dude realizes that he's at her hostel and he's like hey high five we're at the same hostel he gets an
1: instant erection
0: oh my god can you imagine i'd be freaking out already i just
1: fucking to a different hostel
0: okay well it gets creepier so this dude proceeds to tell the hostel owner who's picked them up this is amazing. I was watching Lauren for the entire flight and couldn't stop wondering where she was staying. I couldn't take my eyes off her and oh. we're staying at the same place. I mean, look at her. She's beautiful.
1: Oh, wow. Oh, where is this guy from? My
0: god, it doesn't say. I feel like she is being gracious to the
1: country of wherever he is mm. from by not not, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can't you can't stereotype a whole country, but he's probably yeah. from the US.
0: Uh, I've, I don't <laughs> no, so. i do not think so, but actually, who, who knows? We don't know. Um, but super creepy, right? Yeah. Like literally how creepy can you be? Let's Stop. just say he's English. Okay. Let's just not say where he's from. Okay. How about not? We could just pick a country that we always just say. Always rag on. Yeah. Ugh, that'd probably be America. <laughs> That's, we're pretty much the worst. So in this part of the article, she points out that it's extra creepy that he's saying this because... At one point, he, he thought she was 16.
1: Yes. Well, that's, which that's, yeah.
0: Is super creepy. So I'm assuming she looks young then. Probably. I mean, a lot, like when I was 28, I probably could pass for 16. Or maybe he just wanted her to be
1: 16. We don't know. I don't think there's any situation where that question could play in his favor. No, unless it was Unless
0: he's like, I have a daughter. Do you want to it? be my friend, her friend? Oh, I
1: thought you were 16, because I also have a 16-year-old daughter, and he's my wife. That legitimizes the fact that I'm not a sex predator.
0: She has another story that's actually really close to this, which I can tell in about 30 seconds, but she was in a hostel, and she was sharing it with this older guy in the dorm, and he's like, don't worry, I'm not a sex pest. Oh, And then he proceeded to pull out a family photo album and show pictures of his wife and kids, which it's like, mm, okay, you don't need to say that you're not a sex pest. That makes you sound more like a sex pest.
1: And sex pests can also be married.
0: Exactly. And have kids. And have kids. So she has some hilarious stories. Don't forget to click the link. Golden State Killer. Ever heard of him? Golden State Killer. He had wife and kids. Completely normal guy. I mean, quote unquote normal. He killed
1: a ton of people. And raped people.
0: Yeah. He was not a good man. But they caught him. It's Indeed. great.
1: Suck shit, bitch.
0: Yeah, you fucking suck, dude. This is not part of the story. This is if you don't know who the Golden State Killer is, it's all that's a whole different. He was story. a serial
1: killer. Don't worry about he, it. Yeah, Look exactly. It up. Look it up. We're it's We'll
0: get back on track. We'll get back on track. That is completely separate from the story. Just don't get. Please don't get that mixed up. So Lauren and the creepy guy from Tahiti in Tahiti, they get to the hostel, and of course they're in the same dorm room because. Of course, of course. So they're in their hostel in the dorm room, and he sidles, sidles up to her bed. This was her wording because I didn't want to, you know, sidle up. What does that mean? Just I think say, it just means like scooch, like scooching up. Yeah, yeah just scooches, say scooches up. He's scooching up, and he asks her asks her if she liked i i oh, I should have looked up the pronunciation. God damn it! Sorry, uh, people from the Cook Islands, I suck. I Tucky.
1: He's like Tahiti at different places.
0: No, no, but this place is in the Cook Islands because she went from the Cook Islands to Tahiti. Okay. So he asked her if she liked Aitutaki, which is one of the Cook Islands, and apparently it has the world's most beautiful lagoon. Jules, take me there. I want to go. Okay. So she's trying to be nice, probably because she doesn't want to get murdered in her sleep. So she's like, "Yeah, dude, it was nice. Duh, it's the most beautiful lagoon in the whole world. Obviously, it's like nice. Yeah." And he's like, How was Tikin Tours? And then that's the name of a tour company. And she's like, What? And he's like, You took a tour with Tekin Tours, didn't you? And she's like, Yes, but how the fuck did you know that? And but I don't think she said that, but she was yeah. like, How did you know that? Yeah, in her head, she's
1: like, How the fuck does this guy know this? Right.
0: And the dude's like, I saw you. You were wearing a dark blue bikini with fluorescent straps. You took the tour last Thursday. I watched you on the boat. And you were staying at Rangunui's retreat as well, weren't you?
1: I masturbated three times while watching.
0: (laughs) Is that the creepiest motherfucking thing you've ever heard? the
1: creepiest thing. Oh,
0: I was watching you last Thursday. I was watching you. He knew what. Touching
1: myself.
0: He knew what. Bikini, she was wearing. What's he keeping a
1: fucking diary?
0: Seriously, oh my god! He's got like one of those maps, like one of those rooms that has like the um, like red tape, like red string,
1: and it's like different cutouts and stuff. Eight seventeen. Lauren ate a banana at breakfast. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Mental note: Speak to Lauren about us, sir. If she likes bananas, Ooh, (laughs) insert banana dick joke. Possibility question mark. (laughs) Conversation starters. Conversation. Hey Lauren, do you like bananas? Because <laughs> I saw you eat one on Wednesday. <laughs>
0: Wednesday at 8 30 AM. <laughs> so he's super creepy. Um she and suddenly she's like, okay, this is not just some dude who's well, being friendly. Best.
1: I mean, like we I know sometimes we just like say stuff, but like this guy is probably a rapist. We can't say that. Oh, we, we don't can. know. Okay. Well, he probably is.
0: I don't think we should say that. Okay. I think that we should just say this guy is really creepy and a stalker.
1: Yep. Okay. You
0: don't... Sorry. That's a, that's stalker behavior. Yep. So at this point, she's suddenly like, okay, this dude is not... This dude's really very creepy. Unfortunately, there's no other accommodation around and the hostel's full. So she can't move. So she just tries to be polite. Does and she speak to the
1: hostel people?
0: I don't... That wasn't in it. Um, she's just trying to be polite, and the next morning, she leaves to another island, and she just pieces out and doesn't talk to him. And that's the end of the story.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> well, wow, that is very creepy.
0: So creepy, right? Like, don't follow women, and just
1: leave us alone, please. Leave me... Leave, leave Lauren, women alone. Leave Lauren
0: alone. Exactly.
1: That is, so. It, you know, it's kind of crazy because as a guy, as a, as a traveler, that's the sort of, sort of, that's the sort of stuff that like we just never had to encounter. Right. And we just probably don't in life. And so it's crazy not only to hear those stories, but it's also crazy to hear that those stories happen to people. Like, you know what I mean?
0: I had, when I was in university, I took a class, which was a pretty big class and this other student this male student who i'd never talked to messaged me on facebook this is when you can back when you can message people who weren't your friends and he was like oh we're in the same class together and i was like okay and he's like i really liked your blue nail polish it matched your shirt oh okay how cool. freaking – I was like, I don't even know, like, where do, where were you Look, Like, Christina, what? you like, I was wearing a blue shirt? Yeah, my God. Isn't that so creepy? Your nail polish. You'd have to be fairly close to see
1: somebody's nail polish. Yeah, well, that reminds me of a story. We might – we'll probably at some stage get our friend Janet uh, to tell us the story.
0: Oh, yes. Janet has a good stalker yeah, story, Yeah, she too. has a good
1: stalker story as well. Uh, and I think that the age of the internet and social media and especially Instagram and Instagram stories, I know – that we have a lot of friends in the travel blogging industry, especially solo female travelers who have to delay their stories mm-hmm. when they go to places. Because if they post live, people can obviously track down where you are and then they can find you.
0: It can be really dangerous.
1: It can be very dangerous. So we'll probably get to those at a latest period of time because I know she's got some funny stories. We'll have to hit her up.
0: Yeah, but stay safe, guys. And Lauren, we're and glad girls. that you didn't get murdered by this dude
1: in the dorm. And thanks for sharing your story.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Thank you
1: very much for sharing your story, Lauren. Oh, we had three great stories today.
0: Excellent stories, if All from I do people say so them, myself.
1: And we are still looking for everybody's stories. Keep them coming. We do have some stories already set up for next week. But, you know, this podcast is going to keep rolling. So you'll have the opportunity to keep getting more stories. Your story's told.
0: Yes, next week we are doing a not theme. We are not having a theme. We're not it's unthemed. A theme.
1: It's unthemed. We're going to go back to some in the news, some short stories about what's happening, all the shit that goes wrong around the world. And then we're going to jump into some longer stories and talk about when shit goes wrong on the road.
0: It's going to be loosey goosey next week. Well, no, no, it's
1: going to be more structured.
0: Oh, is it? (laughs) Well, we're going back to – But it's unthemed. Although I kind of have a theme of bodily fluids. It's a
1: bit of a theme
0: of mine in the news and
1: regular story. Okay. My story is not about bodily fluids. Okay. Boldly. Boldly fluids.
0: Boldly going where no fluid has come
1: before? Yeah. But we're going to wrap up for the week. Episode 11. Thank you to our Voyagers for listening to another fantastic week. We love you very much. Thank you, BBs. BBs. And remember to please, you know you know what really helps us? Review. Rate, review, subscribe. Unless
0: you're going to give us less than four stars. Yeah. Then
1: don't do you it. If you really wanted to give us four stars because you had some feedback, we'd take it.
0: Just write us a hate email instead. Yeah,
1: just email us and be like, you know what I hate about your show? That's fine. We'll take Get your that. rage
0: out through email, but don't rate and review if you're giving
1: us less than four stars. Yeah, on a public forum. But please do rate and review the podcast wherever you listen to it. It really does help us. And follow us on social media at Not So Bon Voyage on Instagram and Twitter. And you can always use the hashtag Not So Bon Voyage to join in the conversation. Tell us your stories or hit us up on the website, on the email. Show notes go up as soon as the episode. If you're listening to the episode, the show notes will be live on NotSoBonVoyage.com. You can see some photos. You can see some links to all the things we talked about today. But otherwise, my babies, we are out of here. Remember, if you're stay safe on the road, and if you're not,
0: remember to tell us about it.
1: Bye. Bye, bitches.